swinging free kick and a chance here for Kelly. He scored! David Kelly! Trackman a level against all the odds! Jennings. There's the kick. Scoreboards! This is Buxton, away from Backinson, this is Pringle, now Caprice, Caprice with the cross, the header, it's in, it's Connor Jennings! Tramere Rovers, who's double dip, led to their world caving in, could be getting back to where they were in double quick time. Right then, folks, what's happening? Welcome back once again to the This Is Tranmere post-match analysis podcast. Instant post-match reaction after every single game, home and away, except for those group games and the Paul Harper, Peter Living <laughs> trophy. We only jumped on that hype when we got to the semi-finals, like everyone else did, though, by the way. Um, at This Is Tranmere on Twitter, at Matt Hibbert on Twitter, at Paul Harper 82 on Twitter, at Jake Keogh on Twitter. A big, big, felt like a huge win. 1-0 at home over... Um, Newport County, a top-of-the-table clash. Puts us right in amongst it. We are now two points off the top. Uh, we are level. We are just four goals behind Forest Green in the automatics. We're sitting in fourth, in, back in good form, three wins on the bounce in the league from three tough games. Um, things are looping up again, Paul, aren't they? Paul Harper's here, everyone. He's back from... Uh, I don't quite... He, obviously, all I'll say, Paul... Is I've I not been to witness. Just, well, no, let's just get that point first. I heard, first of all, that you had a, a bit, some problems with the mob. And so I woke up on Sunday, I'd missed call and a voicemail from a New York area code yeah. from what sounded like Joe Pesci, just mm-hmm. saying, Big Mouth Harper needs to watch it, Where you know where he is. I swear <coughs> so I presume all's as well, is it? I mean, I'm okay, yeah. It's yeah. All I, can't, I can't obviously disclose where I'm talking to you from, but... See, ah, witness, witness protection. <laughs> Um, I've rumbled the I've I can't confirm I'm not in witness. Every single person who's ever been in the witness protection program is him. in witness. I've I've literally I've blown the whole thing wide open. I mean, I, I could tell you a story about the last time I was in witness, but Yeah, no um, legal. Let's stay out of that. I was not made very welcome, put it that way. Um a big win, wasn't it? We'll get to that, but Paul, you, you asked to um just touch with a little a tribute almost to start the show. Yeah. I mean, obviously, very sad to learn this morning about the passing of Ian St. John. Now, obviously, maybe not, you know, he doesn't go hand-in-hand with Tranmere. Obviously, Liverpool legend played 300-odd games for for Liverpool, I think. But he did play 11 times for Tranmere. Did he? Um, in the 70s, just before he retired. Um, went on to manage Motherwell, and one of his first tasks was to invite Rovers to a pre-season friendly so there was a, a strong connection to Tranmere and obviously um, growing up in the late 80s early 90s St Greavesy is a big a big part of my growing up and sort of getting into football and those two were just 
you know, fantastic to watch on a Saturday lunchtime. Um, we would always watch Satan Greavesy. And obviously when Chomney were playing Friday nights, they would show the, the goals, the best bits. The Friday favourites, um, we remember that as well, didn't we? And yeah, um, and I'm, I'm sure Saint played a big part in making sure that they featured Tranmere a fair bit. Um, obviously, with his, his connections to the club, so just wanted to say, like, really gutted to hear the news. Obviously, he was he was a good age at 82, but um, never nice to to learn of uh, passing of a great great person. Really great broadcaster. Enjoyed watching him on the TV. Did a few World Cups and stuff as well for the TV. Was a really good pundit. Really funny. Really knew knew about the game. He was really, you know, interesting to listen to. But he was he always had a funny quip. And I've seen loads of videos on on Twitter today about um, him going to the Everton training ground with his Liverpool top on and all this kind of stuff. But he he saw the funny side in 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 lots of things, um, which made him and and obviously Greavesy as well. Um, who I know is not not particularly particularly well at the minute. No, um, just made it you know entertaining to watch. So really sad to to learn if uh, of his passing. Um, I just wanted to extend our uh, well wishes with his family and friends. I think so, yeah, Paul, it's the uh, that's Saint and Greavesy almost. But Deal and Skinner have have said this themselves, and um, Tim Lovejoy Soccer AM. They they were the first people to bring humour to football. Yeah. Before then, it always been, you know, deadly serious. This that show on a Saturday was, you know, it wasn't the most serious show. They yeah. took the piss out of each other. They took the piss out of yeah. themselves. Do you ever remember the one where Greaves he couldn't make it for? I think he was ill or something happened, and they put the spitting image puppet of him on, <laughs> and it was the commentator. Was it John Helm? Yeah. Yeah, John Helm. Yeah, just really funny. And obviously, you know, you've got to be quite iconic, especially in the, in those, the, the, you know, the, 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 those times to have had a spitting image <laughs> puppet of you made meant that you were, you know, you were doing something quite big in, um, you know, well, in this country, let's say. Um, so yeah, just yeah, just really sad to to learn of his passing. But on the on the flip side, I've been really just it's made me smile seeing all the old clips and everything. Obviously, people bringing them back up on on Twitter today. So it's been really nice to to see those um, and reminisce a bit about my misspent youth. But yeah, um, yeah, just wanted to say our best wishes to to his his close family and and uh, obviously the the people that know him. Yeah, we should probably move on then to what we're not paid to do. Um, talk about the game, talk about Tramia, Paul. What did you think? A, 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 a huge, and I'd say deserved, 1-0 home win versus Newport. Yeah, not the best game, <laughs> um, to, put it, to put it politely. Um, but yeah, you've just got to keep cracking up those victories, haven't you? And that's what we're doing. Nice early goal, really well worked. Um a bit ahead tennis, and then get the ball down. Worked it out nicely to Feeney and a great finish. What twenty twenty five yards out? Really good goal. Um, and then we just yeah, just kind of grounded out a little bit. It was it wasn't wasn't pretty to watch, but it's like a war um, of attrition, wasn't it? Yeah, one of those where the opposition are horrible. <laughs> 
I mean, any team with Joss Labadee in it isn't going to be pretty. Um, and that's kind of Newport. I mean, they obviously, we were talking about this before we started recording, Matt, about the um, the, the Mike Flynn interview where he's uh, trying to get him playing good football. Well, I think that's, um, I've not seen any evidence of that in the two games. But um, good luck to him if he's if he's trying to do that. Yeah, but yeah, just yeah, deserved victory. wasn't wasn't great. We didn't play great. We didn't really need to. I don't think really. No. Yeah. I mean they'll they'll be up there. They're 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 all they're abouts. Come the end of the season, I'm sure because they're strong, solid. They'll they'll get results doing what they do. But um, yeah, not nice to watch. And we did enough to win, and that's all that matters. Obviously, with no James Vaughan, um, Nugent came in, thought he did all right. Um, so, yeah, three points moves us ever closer to the top of the table. Keep on keeping on. Yeah, I don't know if you've heard any news on Vaughan. There was, I don't think anything official has come out yet. Yeah, I think uh, just before he, we started, Keith yeah. said that he won't be out for long. Yeah, people so, have said... It, He's maybe fit for Saturday even, which is, um, you know, a positive, isn't it? Considering that, you know, just like a couple of times tonight, wasn't a spearing went down like early on and you thought, oh, fuck. And then obviously Clark looked, you know, again, and you just thought, wouldn't it just be our luck for two games on the run, Vaughan to get injured, then Clark or spearing? But touch wood, it looks like, you know, it's not the end of the world. And like I say, we got the three points tonight without form. He is vital to us. He's, he's a pure goal scorer. Nugent's a good footballer, but, you know, like he's still getting up to match fitness. He lasted, what was it, an hour tonight? Nearly 70 minutes. Yeah, and he put in a good shift. It was never, like like we said, tonight was never going to be uh, an expansive, free-flowing game of football because the way they play, it just isn't possible. We saw that at Wembley. We've seen that every single time we've played them over the last, like, two years. They're a horrible team to play against. They're not in good form at all at the minute, but you can see why they get results. Cause fucking, aren't they still trying to? Um, I saw the other day they're trying. They applied to be able to play the rest of their home mm. away from Rodney Parade because their pitch is so bad. And yeah. I think it's, it's been turned down, isn't it? Quite rightly so. Because yeah. how can you do that? If uh, why didn't we think of that two years ago? <laughs> yeah, if any, we did, and we just played at Anfield. No, we could have gone and played on West Kirby Beach. <laughs> would have been less sand, wouldn't it? Less sand, yeah. Um, but, you, go on, Paul, sorry. No, I'm just saying, like, that's that's kind of... I mean, if they are trying to play football, I mean, that pitch certainly isn't going to help them, and that's no. maybe why they've resorted to being rather route, route one and sort of an ugly side once again. But, um, I mean, it's notoriously bad to that pitch as well, isn't it, down there? But... Yeah, just... Um, Rugby team plays on it, don't they? Yeah, that's it. But, you know, three points with only two points off the top, as we mentioned at the top of the show. So, yeah, it's getting exciting. It is. I thought you're going to have games like this where obviously you want to... I mean, the goal was it was probably the, the one moment of real quality in the game. A great yeah. little move. That's a great finish. There was another one second half where we got in down the right and O'Connor pulled it back. And Wallery controlled it in the six-yard box, but just couldn't get his shot away. And they were the two real moments of quality. I, I think Kieran Morris had a really good game. It's a first touch of Kieran Morris tonight. There was a couple of times where he brought the ball out of the sky and just killed it stone dead on his foot. I thought we did miss Lloyd's 
industriousness at times, but Morris was excellent. I'd even maybe argue man of the match, but I thought defensively, I know George Ray had a little bit of a, he did a bit of a Manny Monte, didn't he? But Maynard nearly nicked it off him. Mm. That defence, like, is, O'Connor has come in, done nothing wrong. McDonald looks a revelation. You know, he moved to left midfield when rides came on. Clark and Ray at the back, there was, do you know what? Some of the blocks we put in tonight, O'Connor did a, a header first off. You know, it was going to, Maynard was going to have a free header or volley just before half time. And he just got a tiny little glancing header to take it away from him. We put some, I think Clark, O'Connor, Ray, like the whole back line, a spearing, sliding blocks to stop shots. Like they were putting everything on it, on the line to get that win. It's, it, like I've said it twice already, but it feels like a huge win that, like mm. against the team around us, it deserved. And it just keeps the momentum going, doesn't it? And we go on to Saturday now. Crawley sitting fourteenth. We owe them one. They thumped us four 0 earlier in the season on a Tuesday night down there. Miserable time. And you just think, you know, it, to just we, the first time we get in that top three, that could be the. It's one of them, you know, just from a psychological standpoint. Yeah. yeah, getting that top three, we could even potentially we could go top on Saturday. What a position to be in that mm. with we could go top with a win. Should say as well, Paul. There's some real form sides in this league at the minute. I don't know if you've seen it. You've got the fault like uh, Cheltenham who were top ourselves, um, Bradford, Harrogate, and Bolton have all won the last three. Bolton and Bradford have both won the last five, and I think Bolton have won seven on the bounce in the league. I think they're absolutely flying at the minute. They're in sixth, just four, uh, four points behind us. Have played a game more. Um, yeah, and Bradford, you know, it's these ones. The, the Boltons and the Bradfords, the big sides, aren't they? They really shouldn't be in this division. And when they get a bit of momentum, but the squads they've got, yeah, they've got Andy Cook and Danny Rowe at Bradford. You know, we all know Bolton throw money at things. Then you've got, you know, Salford sat in seventh. They've got a big squad. Morecambe is the story, isn't it, for me, of them being in fifth. This is an incredible mm. job. Yeah. And then the top three, Cheltenham, Cambridge, Forest Green. You you would at the minute fancy us, wouldn't you? you? You really would look at our squad, get Vaughan back. Maybe not for Saturday. You know, who have we got next Tuesday, Paul? I'm not, let me uh, do a quick little bit of fixture checking. Next Tuesday. Yeah. I mean, the, the one thing that does worry me slightly, I mean, again, lack of substitutions. And I'm sorry to keep harping on about it because at the end of the day, we, we, we are still winning. But keep, keeping players fresh, particularly with all, this, all these games, I think it's going to be Tuesday, Saturday, right through to the end of the season, given the fact that we're in the... Uh, yeah, cup final. Delivery delivery driver trophy final um, so we're not going to get a break and the likes of Peter Clark who's what 85 you know he ain't going to Good play age. 90 minutes every game Tuesday Saturday Tuesday Saturday for the next what six weeks or however long it, it, it is ten, eight weeks so that does worry me a little bit but obviously with we keep winning and players who are coming in seem to be doing really well when they're getting into the side, making it hard to dislodge them. So let me continue. But that is my little concern. I think there's key players who are, you know, getting on a little bit. The likes of Clark, the likes of Spearing, the likes of Vaughan. Uh, and I think it is vital that we try and keep them as fresh as possible. 
I know it's difficult to do, especially you know your centre half, your talisman at the back. Do you sort of take him off for half an hour? Do you rest him? Some games, it's a risk, but I don't know. Is it a risk worth taking? Possibly not. Yeah, it's you're damned if you do, damned if you don't, aren't you? It's, I always go back to the James Wallace injury in the FA Cup game against Chesterfield, and you think. Yeah, yeah. But he does as well. Where you think, did he need to play in that game? You know, his career never really recovers from that, does it? Yeah. He was looking at, you know, going to a, a big championship club, wasn't he? Yeah. At that point, and getting back to the Premier League, and then his whole career just, you know. So yeah, it's. I mean, the positive point is hugely a great win, deserved, great gritty, but different. I say it's a different kind of performance, that isn't it? To the free flowing football we've. We've played at times, um, and it's cliche, but wins like that are the ones at the end of the season where you go, that's the one. You know, and you look at the three wins we've had this week, you know, a late winner, come from behind twice, and then win late at Carlisle. Huge character, what a performance, and we played some great football in that game. Then Saturday, you know, again, wasn't, um, wasn't vintage, was it, on Saturday? But we got the job done. Yeah, did enough. Yeah, that's what it comes to. You know, we come away with a three-one win on Saturday in late, late in Orient. Never an easy place to go down there, is it? Decent. They, they look like a decent football inside. Um, and then again tonight, it, it's like three different wins against three completely different teams. Like Carlisle, compare Carlisle to Newport. Carlisle were a miles better football team, weren't they? Miles mm. better, but yeah. different things work for different teams. And just, I think the, I said after the um, the couple of poor results we had. The, the defeat and then um, the draw with Oldham. We'll find out a lot about these players over the next few games. And like they've they've stood up to a man, every single one of them, and performed. And if Vaughan misses out on Saturday, so be it. Tonight showed that we don't rely, need to rely on him. Obviously, I'd love him back, but would you even maybe say save him, save him for the final? Or if he's fit for me, if he's fit, no. he, he plays. No, don't You're save the him for the final. Yeah, even though you get a, if we win it, you get a commission. <laughs> no, the 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 final is a little bonus. It's nice, nice for the players to be able to go to Wembley and that. But I mean, the chances are we're going to lose to Sunderland. Um, the, the, the team that's got us there has not been a first team, so I would revert back to the some of the younger lads who have who have been involved and, and give them their chance. They've got us to Wembley. Why should you just drop them just because you've you've made a final? I don't I think the lads who have got us there should have deserved their, their chance to, to play on the big stage. Mm. So for me the the league is the most important. We need to get up the back into the league ball. one. That's the phrase, isn't it? It's your bread yeah. and butter. Um, we need we need Vaughan for these league games, and I'm sure he wants to play at Wembley. But for me, I wouldn't even involve him in the 18. Tell you what, mate. Oh, as Treacle comes along and nearly presses stop on the record button. Thanks, Treacle. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, Do, doing well, everyone a favour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take the hint. Um, how the tweets looking tonight, Paul? Well, as you'd imagine, people are fairly good- happy. <laughs> um, 
And I'll say that, and then I'm going to read Rob Brand's uh, tweet. Starts not a great watch, <laughs> as we all know. But uh, we stood up to Newport's shithousery across all the pitch. Outstanding professional performance. Andrew Sullivan, as expected, another stop-start battle with the Exiles. Out-ugly, the masters of ugly to win ugly. Yeah. That's a nice expression. Good point. Um Johnny Parker says, thought the ref was good apart from booking Jay for Labadee's scream. Oh, Christ. Fuck it. Can we touch on him? What a <laughs> piece of work he is. Yeah. Jesus Do Christ. Do you remember was cheering him, though, 11 years ago? Yeah, I feel dirty doing it. Like, but yeah. he's such a fucking prick, isn't he? He's a cheat. Like, he is a cheat. There's no two ways about it. Yeah. I mean, he knows he can get away with some of it. Oh, yeah. he, you know, he wins a lot of free kicks, doesn't he? And that's why he does it, I think, because a lot of the time he can he gets away with it. That's and the so issue. that encourages him to carry on doing it. Yeah, and it push it. it's one of them. It's like, a, it's like a, a kid. If you let the kid get away with, you know, st- stealing a chocolate bar before the dinner and you don't punish them, then what next, Paul? Armed robbery. That's what. <laughs> that's what happens. It escalates. Yeah. And you let him get away with a stupid posture on elbow. Next thing you know, he's, you know, biting someone's arm off. Literally, yeah. Um, Daniel Clausen says, huge result. Thought George Ray was excellent again. Woolery whips his socks off. And to top it off, he'll deliver some good news on Vaughan onwards and upwards. Uh, uh, Rich Farrance says, probably the most scrappy game you'll see all season. Ugly win is still three points on the board, though. Yeah, absolutely. Ryan McKenzie says, brilliant professional win. Might be seeing a very good centre-half partnership in Ray and Clark. Who'd have thought that even sort of two weeks ago? It's mad, isn't it? George Ray. Um, Fair play to him. Paul Burrows says, that was a dogfight we deserve to come out on top of. Showed only true moments of quality in a bitty game. Everyone played well against horrible opposition. He says um, McDonald is his new favourite. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Lindsay Austin says, love that tonight. Stood up to them and beat them at their own game. Worked so hard. Run Conlin, it's White's under 11s. Even better result with Cambridge and the Vegans dropping points in style. Not pretty tonight, but who cares? Three points in the bag. Tom Lewis, this title is ours to lose. Now we're by far the most consistent team in this league since getting rid of MJ. Greatest chance we'll ever have to win the league. Those words frighten me, to be fair. <laughs> if we the don't do it, Greatest chance Paul, we'll ever have means to me like we're going to throw it away. Well, if we don't do it, Paul, does it, you all know what I'm going to say, don't you? You're going to say it anyway. Go on. What's your fault? <laughs> the, the Paul Harper case? Yeah. Uh, Alex Duncan says, what result? Absolutely buzzing. Bring on Crawley. <laughs> Excellent. Um, Matt Nolan says, great collective victory. Being able to mix it up showed great character. Two points off top of the whites. Um, oh, this is a great Twitter handle. Vitesse Tortoise. <laughs> Love that. Um, professional performance, we never looked like scoring lots of goals, but did have a genuine, but did they have a genuine chance on goal? 
Miss Vaughan's work rate and energy, the way he attracts fouls and disrupts play, spearing boss the game. Um, yeah, they didn't really threaten too much, I don't think. They didn't have a, a clear one-on-one like, header. They didn't have a clear chance because they had a couple of ones where the ball dropped. Um, Maynard in the first half, probably the clearest one when he got in behind. And then Clark made that, you know, he spit it back and the one that caused him the little niggle. He made yeah. a slide and block. Yeah, they, did, they, they really didn't have any you know, clear opportunities. Scott Davis didn't have a save to make, did he? No, proper save. So. No. no. So that's always a good sign. Alex White says Peter Clark is a colossus. That's all he needs to say. Um, Denise Hayes says, if we're honest, we probably dodged a bit of a bullet there, um, especially with the handball at the end of the game. Mm. Um, win is a win, no matter how it comes. Operation Escape League 2 is in full swing. One step closer to making Rip Parry grit his teeth and congratulate us. I don't need his congratulations, to be fair. Um, Dave Owen says more scrap than a metal yard at the moment. Love to see it. Um, James Venner says horrible team to play against. We defended strong, deserved our win. Nick Flynn, great win, dug it out. Battle of the dark arts. How none of their players got booked is beyond me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, kind refereeing, let's say. Um, yes. Steve Atkinson says, we we Newported Newport. Uh, Ray McDonald, Clark, Sparing, Woolery, like Warriors. Uh, that was unbelievable. Um, Morris Impressive too. Riots did a solid job coming on as sub. I think that's going to be his role now, isn't it, Riots? Seems to be out of contention at left back. But... He's a he's a good option to kind of kill games off, you know. I was hoping though second when, half. when we made the sub Nugent for Rydells, I was hoping get up top. <laughs> stick him up. Do you remember when Brabin Left played wing. him as a number ten? Yeah. Yeah, I remember we set up Mangan set against up. Halifax at home with a lovely yes. ball. Yeah. And I was like I was thinking, Oh god, right, get up top. Do you remember he was diving header against Peterborough? <laughs> yeah, last season. Yeah, he's got, he's got he's got it in him. He's got. Hey, there's not much that Ryan Rydell doesn't have in the locker, mate. That's <laughs> all I'll say. And bear in mind that if he lasts, oh, is, it, is it one more season? He'll be due a testimonial. Yeah, yeah. he joined what on loan. Did he join on loan on New Year's Day? Was it was it 2012? November 2012. Oh, so it was November. Oh, so he, he signed on New Year's Day, didn't he? I remember he went back yeah, and he we went. signed him. Yeah, and he played. We drew one all with the Wolves. Um, God. So yeah, one more season we'll do him for. T- do you know what? I don't care about anything else. Testimonials are so rare these days, and what a storied past he has with us. Yeah, give him a year extension, get him that testimonial. Yeah, Paul, I agree. You, use your mob connections to pay for it. Yeah, I, I'll sort it for him. Cheers. I, I'm a big fan of rides. It's the least you can do for him. Yeah, it really is. Um. Uh, broken social state says big win stood up to them physically had that desire to win awful game though glad I wasn't there <laughs> um, first time I've actually been thankful to be watching at home with a couple of George Gamma Rays I like what you've done there Steve nice. um, very good uh, Danny Glasscott says uh, one ugly good that we've got the characters in the team to handle a game like that classic Tramia says brilliant win for the boys especially given FGR and Cambridge results we're right in the mix now can we win the league that is his question 
I'm not going to say anything. Chai, uh, Clive Chaloner, no relation. And I did notice that you wanted him to say that he is related, but he's not. Just make that point clear. I'm just doing some um, investigation. <clears throat> that's all. Okay. Uh, he says, um, not a beautiful game tonight, but what happ- that's what happens when Newport involved. Uh, well played. Uh, played well enough, though, sorry. And defended well. So that's good. Uh, Alistair Barrett, I'm sorry, my reading was appalling on that tweet. Yeah, Alistair, Bar- Alistair Barrett, two points off the top, one behind Cambridge with two games in hand, probably the form team in the league, what's not to like. The Jake Keogh fan club, otherwise known as the West Yorkshire SWA, says it's results, not performances that count, particularly at this stage of the season. Jay Spearing, excellent tonight. Can't disagree with that. Uh, Rob Tyler says, absolutely massive win. Fantastic effort from the lads. Woolery needs to be signed up to a new deal. I agree again with that. Yeah, I think he's really come into his own the last few weeks. Dave Dave P says, excellent results against a tricky team. Not pretty, but did everything that we needed to do. John R, TRFC. That is how you grind out games. Brilliantly done by Tramia. A few seasons ago, we'd lose that game's Superb in defence. Dave Holmes, massive win. Doesn't need to be pretty, especially a game where we are still um, still working out attacks without Vaughan. Forest Green dropping points is a bonus, especially as their goal difference took a knock. Auto-promotion is possible. Uh, Deck Evans says, put simply, solid night at the office. One of the biggest results of the season. Did the business. Dug deep, ground out a huge three points. Paul G, proper shithouse win. Beat Newport at their own game. Labadee goes down quicker than a Welshman on a sheep. His joke, Paul, not mad. Oh, Paul, what are you saying stuff like that for me? His joke, oh, not mad. Well, those, those are the words of Paul G, not Paul H. Well, I heard you <laughs> say it, and I can easily edit this, Paul, to take out any mention of Paul G. <laughs> Jacob Wilson says, absolute shithouse 1-0 win against the biggest shithouse team. Well done for getting two shithouses in a sentence, Jacob. Uh, Bristow says, bitty game. These are the games you need to grind out if you're going to win the league. People are talking about winning the league. I'm getting worried. Uh, Rob Demon says, terrible game, but fantastic results. As Mickey used to say, we answered all the questions that game had for us. Um, Alex Marks, ugly 1-0 win. And we take those all day long. Sometimes you have to just ground out a win. Can't play like Brazil every week. No, we can't, Alex. Stop mentioning Brazil. Um, Rob Kelly says another game ticked off. Another game not pretty, but job done. Will Amos says fantastic in terms of defending, but invited pressure onto us. George Ray outstanding and sticks... um, Stuck to basics rather than lumping it up the field. Liam Carson says that's a big win, not the best performance, but come through. Fletch says grinding out, uh, grinding a result out, spearing Woolery. Great work, great. Ray, once again, putting in a good shift. They loved our pitch so much, they lied down at every opportunity. Um, yeah. Um, and that's about it. That is about it for tonight's tweets. Thank you to everyone who's been in touch. Really do appreciate it. Uh, lots of messages once again. And uh, yeah, thank you for your interaction. Really does help us put these things together. And uh, yeah, big three points. And everyone is 
very much in agreement that it was uh, not the best game. Is that you trying to get me to say something, Paul? That was that was my segue for you to say. I mean, anything at all, Paul. You're you're rusty, aren't you? You had you had the week off with your mob. I've just I've just been talking for literally fifteen minutes without stopping for breath. Well, Paul, I need a drink. Try try doing that for forty five minutes on your own <laughs> because Paul, big mouth, big time, lazy ass Harper is off mm. gallivanting trying to do a, I God knows what with the mob. Mm. I'm getting bloody missed calls from the Bronx area of New York, from Joe Pesci at four in the morning on Saturday night, Sunday morning. I don't know what you're up to, Paul, but it doesn't sound good. And unless you're going to cut me in on whatever deal this is, <laughs> if you're trying to run a bootleg bootleg denim jeans racket out of your pesky little car hole, I want in. If only that was the case. <laughs> I wish it was. <laughs> Be more oh, interesting than my life. 32 uh, regular skinny jeans, please, in black. <laughs> if you're so kind. But, uh, yeah. No, um, back to football. Yeah. Back to real life. Really good. Like, yeah. Just lockdown. big results um, against the, a horrible team to play against who've Obviously, we beat them in the playoff final, but I think that's the first time we've we beat them since we, you know, they they beat us at home in League Two two years ago. We drew nil nil yeah. down at their place. They beat us one nil earlier in the season, so it's the first time we beat them in a league game. Um, yeah, just they've always all been one nils as well, haven't they? Every single mm. one in the playoff final. So it tells you what. Great to see Kevin Ellison come on, wasn't it for the last ten? <laughs> yeah. Like still alive. Yeah, still chugging along. Um, it's good an on him. In fairness, good on him. Yeah, it's just an honest pro. He's, you know he's I mean? what, he's been 40, very, 142, I think. He's been still, very open, hasn't he, about his, game. Yeah, about his mental health issues, which is <coughs> which is very good. You know, for, you know it, it's, it's still a huge stigma, isn't it? Certainly in sport and certainly with men. And certainly men's sport where, you know, especially something like football where it's you're taught to, you know, man up. That that phrase is using it, man up, be a man, be strong. And it's like it's not anyone who's had any struggles or even not yourself, just you, you know someone who's had mental health issues. And, you know, Paul, we spoke about us, you know, myself, yourself and even Jake's all had, you know, various tough times over the last few years. It's so important that men can be able to, you know, say, no, I'm not having a good time. And address those issues. Someone like especially someone like him, yeah, someone yeah, like, who's classes like it's a big a big character on the pitch, and he yeah. and he's a bit of a, a bit of a hard hard nut who he comes across that way. Yeah, and a scouser for, as well. So it's that yeah, sort of uh, someone like him to kind of come out of it, um, you know, and and speak out. I think is is really good, and I think he's he's definitely helped a, a few people. Um, you know, come out of their shell and and get the help that they need in their in their problems. So, good on him for for doing what he's doing. And yeah, yeah. I mean, he's not the, <laughs> not the best footballer or the nicest footballer to watch, but um, good on him for still going at forty two year old. Yeah, good luck to him. Except for oh, they're not playing us again. Maybe the playoffs, but yeah, good luck. At, take some points off the teams around us now, please. Um, that was, I mean. It, I don't know if it's. It seems like this to you, Paul. But these games, these the constant Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday. I always thought this was like be a dream for me too. So like, I, I always love a midweek game. 
it's getting a bit much, don't you think? Like this, not just. We've maybe got another eight weeks of it to come. Maybe it's because there's just football on. It seems every single night there's footy on, isn't there? Mm. And like an actual proper game to watch it tomorrow. There's like eight Premier League games, isn't there? Mm. Man City games on as we speak. Then there'll be a game on Thursday. Maybe it's just me. I'm like yeah. I seek out. I actively seek out football matches all the time. Tash goes to bed quite early because she has to go up early for work. She does like a workout first thing in the morning. So like she goes to bed at like nine or half nine. I'm like, hmm, stick BT Sports on, stick Premier Sports on. You know, there's always French football, Syria, all the Liga TV, so on. there's always a footy match on. And then if not live, there's the highlights to watch straight away on YouTube. So like, I feel like maybe I'm overdosing on football maybe a little bit. <laughs> it's changed from you, Paul, and your normal oh. overdoses, eh? Mm. I'm the opposite, if I'm honest. Have you I mean, caught I, back on it? I, I really can't get into these games with no crowds. And I agree with that. We spoke about, spoke about the Premier League and stuff. Uh, I can't remember the last time I watched a Premier League game oh, start watched, to finish. Watching games, Paul. And Nick, we mate Nick tweeted about it, I think, on Sunday. And he said, like, why are these companies, Sky, BT and Amazon, bidding all this money for these games? They're shite. I think it was Sunday when, I forgot what the two were. Yeah. I mean, that, poor BBC. All he seems to get lumped with is Fulham games. And I, Fulham are a good side, but <laughs> pa, they played Fulham Palace, didn't they, in the BBC game at midday. Nil, nil. Fucking hell. It, uh, Palace is the problem there. Fulham are a, a decent side and they've got good players. But so Palace, but Hodgson's just got them playing like... Oh, just a chore to watch. It's like Newcastle. Yeah, that's just got no interest whatsoever. Just um, in the Champions games then. Yeah. And the the fact that there's no crowd just makes it you know, even worse. But yeah, it's the, the games that I've watched in the Premier League this year have, have been really poor. So yeah. you know, I follow the Chamber stuff and not much else, if I'm honest. Um, I just can't get into football without crowds, and the sooner fans allowed uh, able to get back in the stadium, hopefully next season. Um, the better, because um, yeah, not enjoying football with no crowds. Even the Tramway games, if Paul, not if you've got fully enjoying them, if you've got an inkling for like, or you want to watch a bit of football, right? I'll tell you by far which league is just been so f- consistently best to watch this year. It's Syria. Like yeah. you've got a great title challenge going on. You have got Milan and Inter both trying to win their first title in like ten years. Juve, not out of it yet. They were playing tonight. They were playing Spezia. I'm not sure what that finished. You've got Atalanta starting to get into form. What a story that would be. And they're just... Right. I watched the game on Sunday night. It was Roma v Milan. Finished 2-1 Milan. But it was such a good game of football. And you almost... I almost forgot there was no fans there because it was such a good game of football. Like, the last 10 minutes was crazy. It was end-to-end. Anything could have happened. And... I've seen a lot of Serie A games this season, which are like that. Just like really good games. It's like the opposite of what Italian football used to be. You know, when it was like boring nil nils. It was all about defence. Now it's just like these mental attacking teams. I said like Atalanta and Sassuolo over there. Just watch any game you can with them in because they're both just these wild attacking sides. And then you've got Inter with like Lukaku in the form of his career. You know that Martinez um, who plays with him, the Mexican guy. He's That's a good player. Right, yeah, yeah and Ibrahimovic. You know. Nearly as old as Ellison yeah, over there, so you know, taking Milan to the top. It's just, it's a great league. Go out your way to watch it. It's on Premier Sports if you can get that. Yeah. Um, 
or just watch the highlights that go on YouTube. Great stuff. Up the city, up fucking football Gazetta, Gazetta Football Italia Paul. Those are the days. Those are the days. Yeah. Should we plug some sponsors then and some other stuff? Yeah. So big thank you to the Trammy Rovers official sports club. Doing great stuff. Obviously, we keep mentioning all the retro gear. I'm sure you've seen on social media. Um, yeah, brilliant. I've got my um, 93, 94 uh, retro top, which uh, I wore with pride on the, on the weekend. Um, so, yeah, doing good stuff. Check them out on Twitter, Trosk underscore TRFC. And, uh, yeah, thank you for them, for their ongoing support with our running costs. Um, we are planning to do a Wembley special, which I did have a little, um, I put a little message on Twitter saying that plans are coming together nicely. Um, still waiting for part of the plan to be finalised. But uh, yeah, hopefully we'll have something together to go out early next week, possibly after the Tuesday game next week. So maybe from Wednesday onwards, um, we'll put something out pre-Wembley to help us build up to the Papa John's final. But yeah, um, a couple of couple of special guests have been confirmed um, just waiting for another one hopefully to confirm was that what that yeah. phone call I got on Sunday morning was about from the Bronx quite <clears> possibly got Joe, you've got Joe Pesci and De Niro on yeah wouldn't that be a keep yeah um, so yeah look out for that dropping maybe next Wednesday I don't know. We'll we'll sort something out, but um, let's get it recorded first. Yeah. <laughs> let's not count our chickens yet, Paul. Yeah, indeed. So, uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, thank you to everyone for listening. The figures are really, really good still. Um, so we must be doing something right. And, yes, we do want to make that Wembley um, podcast quite special. So um, we have got some big names lined up, which yeah, hopefully you'll, you'll enjoy. I'm regretting ever mentioning doing a cup final song, to be honest. So how is that going? Terribly. <laughs> like I keep... Are we still doing Banana Rama? Well, like, Paul, I'm lying there, like, at night when I can't sleep. And I'm like, I like, lyric ideas come into my head, so I'm going on my notes and putting them down. I wake up in the morning, and I'm like, oh, fucking hell. And it got to a point on, on Saturday, or was it... It must have been after then, because like, I asked her now on Saturday. I think I asked, or was it last Tuesday I asked? I made the decision last Tuesday, didn't I? So yeah. it must have been on Saturday. I said, Is any, if anyone can help me, get in touch. And several people have with lyrics for Banana Armour. But then I had like an epiphany on Sunday. We're out for a walk, me and Tash. And it just like hit me. I was like, I am the music man. <laughs> that is... <clears throat> a much worse song than Love in the First Degree <laughs> it's a novelty song so it ticks that box it's terrible yeah. and like it, you don't really sing on it it's more of just like a chant or you're yeah. talking yeah. so that helps me because I can't sing so I've been working on some lyrics for that so again but also the thing people I'm going to have to like replay the song as well which <sighs> as if writing the lyrics isn't going to be hard enough and then singing them Paul, I'm going to have to replay and make my own version of I Am The Music Man. So. <laughs> Excellent. If, you know, like, 
I mean, you've done, you've dug this all for yourself. I've yeah. got nothing. I had nothing to do with this for well, a change. Well, I, what I need is I need some backing vocals doing. <laughs> and I know that you've got a history in you know, performing arts. Yeah. So just check your check your emails. Yeah. No I booked you into I booked you into Abbey Road Studios for for um, Friday morning. If that's um, I would love that to be fair. Yeah, you and Bruno Mars, I've got so I mean, <laughs> he was got, available. I've got no talent whatsoever, but I would love to go into a proper recording studio and just sing. I was wishing yeah, to it like, would it would sound terrible, but like you know, if there, I wish there was a way, Rob McNee, I know if you're listening, um, if I can give you some lyrics, is there any way you could get the squad to like just sing the, the chorus for me? Just make it a proper final song, and maybe even just film or get all of them with headphones on around one mic in a recording studio, just you know, in the club trackies. Just doing it. Like, there's got to be a way. Like it's one of them. If he records it on his phone, the quality's going to be shite, isn't it? But this song's going to be shite. So, you know, if you're listening, Rob, um, please, if I can get you some lyrics this week or early next week, if you can just record like a voice note of Jay Spear and James Vaughan, Kieran Morris, Peter Clark, just like chanting the chorus, and I'll, I'll, I'll try and work some magic and make it slightly less terrible than it inevitably will because it's going to have to cover my lyrics and my vocals which let me tell you when if you Paul I don't know who can who's a worse singer I mean you do you reckon oh I would back myself oh, I'm backing I'm backing myself <laughs> if we get promoted we'll do a singing contest on you yeah this is Tranmere's Got Talent fucking hell <laughs> I bet you Jake do you know what? I bet you Jake can sing. He's, he strikes me as one of them a dark horse. I bet yeah, he was yeah. in there at Beachwood Social karaoke night. Oh yeah, definitely, yeah. Can fucking a hard take on me. He's hitting them high notes. <laughs> I tried to do Do you know what my issue is, Paul? Karaoke. The songs I've chosen to do karaoke in the past, I've chosen the the hardest. Right. Mm. Chesney Hawk's the one and only. I've done that right. I, I it's well documented, it said I did that so well. On my first ever Ibiza holiday, I pulled a bird from it. There's a bird who lived on the woody as well. <laughs> and I've been chasing Ibiza in 2003. My performance was that. She was impressed by that. That's how good it was, Paul. It was immaculate. Chesney Hawks himself would have been proud. Mm. Um, and I think I got a bit, you know, big-headed. So Because the, the, in the following years, my two follow-ups were, I tried to do Take On Me by a heart. I've got a deep voice, as you can hear. I can't hit those high notes like the fellow in a heart can. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm not falsetto, so that didn't go well. And so I went, do you know what? I'm gonna next one. I'm gonna do a rap one because you're not singing that. I picked "Boom Shake the Room" by Will Smith and the Fresh um, and Jazzy Jeff. Have you seen how fast the lyrics are in that, and how many like <laughs> weird plays there are? I could, yeah. I literally couldn't even read the things on the telly. They were coming up that quick before I was saying them. So like, I I kind of retired from karaoke. But do you know what? Let's have a karaoke night when we can, Paul. This is Trump yeah. karaoke night. Yeah. I'm in for that. He meant to that. Right, should we sign off? Yeah, it's fucking 10 o'clock. I'll get this off ASAP for people. So yeah. presumably most people will listen to this first thing in the morning. It's a nice start your day with us. Yeah. And then your day can only get better. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, we'll be back then on Saturday when we entertain no we go down no yeah this is at home yeah, home to crawl home. Home yeah. and then next tuesday we a week tonight we go down to south end who uh pull out some results aren't they at the minute strangely 
Yeah. Until tonight. Yeah, they were beaten narrowly by Cheltenham, 1 0. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Two more big games. Yeah, two two big games. Two two games we should be looking to get maximum points from. So, yeah. And then it's. Going into that. Going into that final at Wembley, Harper final, yeah, top of the league, hopefully. Um, can you, if we, I would take that right now, Paul. If we could go into the Paul Harper Peter Trophy final, top of the league. I'll tell you what, then I'll tell you what we'll do with you at live on the show if if that happens. If yeah. we if we are top of the league and we win the cup, me and you will do a live duet on here. Yeah, all right. We got ourselves a deal. deal. Right, Paul. I will see you Saturday after the Crawley game. Goodbye. Up the time, yeah. <laughs> I got that. Gotta leave that in.